There are things in this world that we don't know about. From the depths of the ocean to the highest mountains, there are places we just can't freely explore. Then there are the other things. The things you catch out of the corner of your eye, but aren't there when you look at them head on. The shadows in the background of blackened TV or computer screens. The thing that makes a noise in an otherwise quiet house. The things that can almost pass as human. What was that? and welcome back to Nightmare Town. We are Betty Boom. And I'm Mandemonium. Um, any big news? Um, I've, uh, figured out what we're doing for our honeymoon. Me and old, uh, Mr. Monium. <laughs> oh. <laughs> New name. Alright, so we have Mr. Monium and the boyfriend. Yes. I love it. But anywho, because... We should a shirt. We should. That would be hilarious. They can both have shirts. Yes. They can be the testers for merch when we get big enough for merch. I know for a fact that the boyfriend would be okay with that. He generally likes t-shirts. Mr. Ammonium has definitely worn some t-shirts I've made and customized for him, so it would be nothing new. Very nice. (laughs) Yes, since we are planning our wedding backwards because we figured out honeymoon situation and just went ahead and booked it because it was too good to pass up, but... Mandemonium's going to the beach for the very first time in her life, so that's exciting. Nice. Any uh, news for you? Um, big news, big news. A couple of things. I started school this past week. So the way that my school writes their schedules out is kind of odd because, so they write it and they write a T for Tuesday, right? And then they also have TRs on there, which I was like, that's a weird way to abbreviate Thursday. Yeah, that kind of is. Um, turns out it doesn't mean Thursday. It means Tuesday and Thursday. Oh. So it's both days. So I went into Tuesday thinking I only had a lab to go to for orientation. And I turned out to have all of my classes and a lab, yet I wasn't late for any of them. How did you pull that off? So, where I'm working, I work at a coffee shop now, so I have to get up really early. And I've just been waking up early, and I got up, and I got ready, and I was just kind of going about my morning. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to go and pay this bill. So, I had this bill that I had to go pay, and I wound up just driving by the school anyway, and I was, I had this weird feeling that I needed to at least go ask somebody. So, I got there. And instead of going to the front desk, I went to the student lounge and I saw a girl that I knew and I asked her about it. And she goes, oh no, TR means Tuesday, Thursdays. And it was, my first class is at 8 a.m. And it was 7.55. So I was like, gotta go. Well, I guess I'm going to school today. (laughs) And she's like, at least I think it is. I was like, if it's not, I'll see you in a minute. So I went, I was still early to my class. That's fantastic. And then I had to text the boyfriend to be like, hey, so I actually have class all day today. (laughs) And then I get out of class. I get to my car. Like, this is three. This is almost four o'clock. I get in my car and I notice I have a missed phone call and a voicemail. So I check it and it's campus police because someone had hit my car. 
Oh. First day of school. It was so sad. I mean, insurance is going to cover it, but... That's so sad. It is, and she's dual enrollment, and so she's in high school and in college, and she had just started driving not too long ago. Aww. This poor baby, like, her... I was very proud of her because she hit me and went and reported it herself, and then she waited there until I showed up Aww. so she could apologize to me. Aww. And I was like, oh, sweetie. And she had big puffy eyes Aww. and tear streaks down her Poor makeup. Girl. I bet oh. that just ruined her day. It she probably felt did. terrible. Like, I heard her on the phone as I was leaving, and she was like, she was so nice. <laughs> That's good. Oh, sweetie. Oh, now I'm getting sad. I wanted to hug her. <laughs> I wanted to hug her real hard. Aww. It didn't, because apparently that's weird to do to strangers. <laughs> but, yeah, that was my first day of school. Um, oh, that's adventurous. Yeah. We also have uh, some new listeners that I go to class with, including one of my teachers. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Not gonna say their name, but you know who you are. What up, girl? Hopefully, we gained a few listeners from my... Arts and Crafts Festival I attended over the weekend. Was it fun? It was fun. I did pretty good. We almost melted, but midway through, Mr. Onium found the best barbecue sandwiches ever, and so I devoured that to give me strength to finish out the day. But uh, I was also handing out Nightmare Town Pod business cards, so if you are listening from there, hello! Hi! Thanks for joining! Hello, new neighbors. Come be a new neighbor. We love neighbors here. We do. Speaking of new neighbors, I have the most exciting news. Okay. So we now have a Twitter account. You can find us over there at Nightmaretown18 because that one wasn't taken yet. Yes. Boom. And I, last week I was talking about a podcast that I had completely devoured called Ghosts in the Burbs. And so I went on there, and I messaged Liz Sauer, and I didn't message, I wrote, I tweeted her? Is that the terminology? I believe so, it is tweeting on the Twitter. Okay, so I tweeted her, and I was like, we adore you here at Nightmare Town. And she wrote back, and I had an absolute, like, I squealed really loud, and there was hand (laughs) flapping, and I startled the boyfriend and Bella who was in my lap at the moment, and she got down real fast. And so when I opened my messenger, it just said, ah, across it. And I was just like, oh, everybody was excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm excited as well. I'm excited about it's it again. Cool. I went up like four octaves. Sorry, guys, that's a lot of red. Like oh. we said, we adore on this pod. True, it's just stories. I'm a new fan, but I've started listening because Betty Boom told me about all ghosts and burbs, and it is fantastic. So again, fantastic. We're just gonna go ahead and just shout that out again because it's awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, I need to calm down. I'm gonna drink some tea. All right, so I guess that's enough of our talkings. Um, after this, Amanda and I are going to be designing some stickers. Stickers. Um, those have also been requested from people at school. Um, Who doesn't like stickers? I know, right? And it's really great because they've requested several stickers because they're like, we're going to slap them on everything. Yes. And I was like, okay, just don't make it where it comes back to me and I get sued. That's <laughs> the only issue. Don't graffiti things unless they're your personal things. Yeah, graffiti all of your personal things. Yes. 
Put it on your face. I mean, just walk around with it. No, because that's a waste of sticker, and those cost us money. Yeah, it'll sweat and it'll fall off. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of money, um, here on Anchor, which, you know, that's our new podcasting platform, they have a thing on here where you can support the podcast, and you can do that by a monthly donation or a one-time gift, and if, so if you guys wanted to do that, that'd be really cool. And it could go towards things like getting a second sound shield, that way <laughs> Amanda and I aren't like shoulder to shoulder and knee to knee. I mean, I'm okay with it. Which is fine, we're, you know, neighbors and all, but... I mean, some people like personal space. I don't. I, li- I actually don't like personal space. Oh, I'm one of those personal space people when I'm not in work mode. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when I'm in work mode, I don't have that option. But no, I mean, it would just go towards things like that, or us getting more merch after the stickers. Because um, that stuff all comes out of pocket, which is fine. Yeah, because so. we, we love you guys, and it's we're just story. here to have fun. But no, if you guys want to do that, that'd be super cool. They also have an option on there where you can record your own voice to tell us your stories, and then I could pop those into episodes. That's so cool. What? Oh, my love. Thank you, Anchor. Thanks, Anchor. You're awesome and free. And sponsoring us. We love it. We love it all. (laughs) But let's get into this episode. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are ready to hear that. I'm super excited about this episode. Um, I pretty much immediately knew what I was going to be talking about um, from the end of last episode. Like, I already had it in mind. See, again, with the opposites, I did not. And I was really struggling to find a topic until my brain just started thinking of all of the real life what's that moments I've actually had or participated in or what have you, so. And you know what? I didn't have to be like, and the episode is because she already said it. And it's also Mandemonium's turn to start the podcast, so take it away, friend. Yes. So I have a few stories to share. The first two are a are personal stories of mine. They're, you know, not super long, but I'll share them because the third story is the one I'm really wanting to get into because it's the one that intrigues me the most. But I'll share these. So one of my what's that moments I had was a few years ago, me and my friends were doing what we called basement chilling, which was me and my brother still lived at our parents' house, and our friends, we would just go hang out in the basement, basically that 70s show style, play video games, hang out, whatever, and there's a door to the basement. So usually when we're basement chilling, it's pretty late at night, you know, about 3 a.m., spooky time. <laughs> and we have the basement door open, and Mr. Monium at the time is uh, just standing out there, chilling and brother monium is standing out there chilling and uh i ended up just kind of wandering out there i don't like standing outside at night for too long because the mosquitoes love me because you're so sweet oh (laughs) but we're standing out there i'm not loving it because i'm getting bit and it's dark outside and directly in front of us is just like a big cliff kind of drop off in the yard it's really weird oh wow it's like a big drop off um i guess more like a hill but a very steep steep hill with some sinkholes in it and a lot of trees and just nothingness is that what mama monium posted on facebook 
the time that she was picking berries and just kind of was like, hey, in a couple of weeks, this is going to be all dead. Yes. Pretty. Yes, that is. Yes, that is. Okay, I have a visual of what you're talking about now. Okay, yes. go on. Uh, so anyway, we're just hanging out, and I'm always the one when we are outside, it's late. I'm the first one to get spooked, which is funny because I'm really into doing creepy stories, the creepy podcast, but I am the Chucky Fencer of the group. I'm the first one to scream and, like, get terrified. <laughs> Now, being that this is the South, you can imagine there's all kinds of noises out there. We hear this noise that is the most indescribable, like we still don't have a sound for it. Being that this is the South, most people's first assumption is, oh, you just heard a fox. Oh, you just heard a bobcat. Coyote. Coyote, something like that. But I've heard all of those sounds, my friend. (laughs) in my lifetime, and this was not a sound like that. It was just this very eerie, instant hair on the back of your neck stand up. Loud. I don't want to say screaming because it didn't sound like the screaming of, you know, like a bobcat or whatever. They sound like a woman straight up screaming. And then getting choked at the end. Yes. We've talked about that. Well, you and I haven't. Tilly the Kid and I did. Yes. And like our first The stay out of the woods, right? Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, so it was just this terrifying noise that two grown men and a grown woman turn into three-year-olds and just scream and run back into the basement. I'm talking straight out of a movie, slam the door shut. Like, I have my back against the door as we're locking it because we just didn't know what the sound was. It just shook us to our core. It was terrifying. Was it Bigfoot? Most likely. <gasps> it was Bigfoot. Okay. Pretty Sorry. sure Bigfoot lives in the woods. Oh yeah. Definitely lives in the woods of Cookville. Tennessee. So, as you were my former actual neighbor, you're going to know where this next location is. Was it my house? It was not your house. It was what I will describe as the yellow house. Okay. You know where you know which which house? Right My other neighbor uh-huh. house. This was in the yellow house and it's close to that area where we heard the sound. Oh. But this is years prior. Several years prior actually. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. My brother was living there at the time. <laughs> and me and my cousin were leaving his house out the back door and we had just finished watching the documentary fire in the sky don't know if anybody's ever seen this but it's about aliens and it is one of the most terrifying things i've ever watched (laughs) it's a it's a terrifying documentary so i've got aliens on the brain i'm already you know spooked because i'm the one that gets scared and me and my cousin it's a school night so it's about midnight ish and we have to get back to my parents' house. And to do that, the quickest route is to cut through the backyard, which goes right up against the kind of weird cliff mm-hmm. drop-off area. And as we step out the door, this was a truly what's that, because I just don't understand what happened, but it was like this gust of wind came out of nowhere, because it was a completely still night. Gust of wind comes out of nowhere, just down, like from, from above, mm-hmm. which was odd because it felt like the wind was just like 
pushing that I don't know why I'm doing hand motions you guys can't see this I but can. Betty Boone can see it but it was just like pushing down on her head down on our shoulders like completely enveloping us it was it was a very bizarre feeling and it wasn't like wind it was, <laughs> where it's normally in your face was it like a um, one of those wind tunnels that you can pay money and get into and then you can pretend you're a super saiyan pretty much yes it all it almost felt like that and it was just straight from above and it just it just hit us for a split second and then it was gone and Fuck. yeah my cousin's just kind of standing there my brother's already closed the back door and you know locked it up so we're just kind of in the middle of the yard like halfway between his house and my parents house and i'm just screaming going what was that what was that what was that thing that wasn't human is it aliens like just having a complete meltdown because it just ter like i was frozen in fear i wanted so badly to run to the house and get in safety but i just was so frozen and terrified meanwhile my cousin is far away from me just booking it like forrest gump running towards the house <laughs> she's just, just, she's just running for a purpose. She's, she's already gotten there. Oh my god! And <laughs> I'm just standing there, just bug-eyed, just like staring at the sky, like looking for an answer when there was none. And to this day, I still don't know what that was. Probably just some sort of weird weather phenomenon. I don't know about, but was it Bigfoot? Probably because I'm, yes! I'm pretty sure Bigfoot does live in the old barn by. Our house. The one you wanted us to do a photo shoot in? Yeah, that one that we never got around to doing somehow. But yes, that creepy barn. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Bigfoot lives in there. Oh god. Yeah. I'm down. Let's do it. Yep. Can he be in the photo shoot with us? Fuck yeah, he can. Alright, but he'll like probably want to hang out in the background though. That's fine. That'd be even better. Yeah. We'll blur his face. We'll make him real blurry. Just... Isn't he blurry? Any to protect Do you think us. that might be the real reason that all the pictures of Bigfoot's blurry is because he's like, Hey guys. Um, quick question, can you just, like, blur me out? <laughs> he's just really self-conscious. Or what if he just looks like that? What if he just looks like a blur? <gasps> like, what if that's just how he looks? He just looks out of focus. Oh my gosh. It's terrifying. Super scary. I love it. So, this third story, like I said, those other two were kind of short, kind of random, but they truly were what's that because my brain was just flickering. What is that? What is that? What is that? So this next story intrigues me because I was the what's that in this story. Though I was unaware that I was the what's that in this story because I was taking a nap when this event occurred. <laughs> it was after work and one of my favorite after work activities aside from eating a snack is taking a nap <laughs> because my job is exhausting. So you have the small humans to deal with. I do. I do corral small humans all day and teach them things. It's very exhausting. It's quite tiring. So I am performing the activity of napping <laughs> on the couch, and sometimes those naps last until Mr. Monium gets home off work, and he just came in the house one afternoon, which this has happened a million times. He's come in and I've been asleep on the couch and he just kind of pokes me and is like, hey, I'm home. And I'm like, oh, great. Let's eat some dinner. <laughs> but he comes in and I'm always kind of when he comes in a lot of times, I hear him open the door because it's a really squeaky door. True. Yeah. I hear him come in, but I'm still, you know, just kind of laying there asleep and he just 
comes in and he just like leans his head in and like you know how you can tell without your eyes open that someone's staring at you you can feel it you can feel it so i felt him staring at me he wasn't saying anything so i kind of like open one eye i don't know why i'm making my sleepy waking up face but now so betty knows I what i look it. like when i wake up in the morning so i've got one eye peeled open and i just kind of look at him and grin and i'm like hey how was your day what's up and he's just a little pale almost and he just goes well, how did you get on the couch so fast? And what? I was like, come again? He was like, yeah. He said, I could have sworn you were in the doorway of the, of the uh, screen-in porch. Or, not the screen-in porch. Of the screen-in door. He said, I could have sworn I saw you. And I was like, no, I've been taking a nap since I got off work. I said, I've been asleep on the couch for three hours <laughs> because my naps are long and he goes no I saw you you were standing in the doorway and then you closed the door and you walked away and I said why would I close the door on you that's weird I said I, I've been here asleep and so he goes into this well now I gotta search the house and see who's in the house mode Shit. Because what was that that I saw if it wasn't you? And he said, it, it was a girl. He said, it was you. And I said, no. So we get up and we're like, I'm freaked out. We're looking around the house and there's nobody there. Nobody else is home. But he swears that he saw me with my screened door open. Because sometimes I'll do that. I'll hear him pulling up and I'll just go ahead and open the door for him and be standing there, but I keep the screen door shut so I don't let bugs in because it's the South. <laughs> bugs are just always around. And so I actually uh, posted this to Reddit, the story to Reddit one time because I was just completely like flabbergasted. Like, that's so bizarre. We don't know who it was or what he saw, what, what that was. And somebody suggested it may have been astral projection, which is just crazy because what if I was like astrally projecting myself while I was sleeping over to the door? I'm not sure exactly how astral projection works. I looked it up a little bit, but for those of you that haven't heard, it's heard of it or know what it is. It's kind of like an out of body experience, I guess, where you're consciousness is just extended from your physical body and can be seen elsewhere. Um, if anybody used to watch Charmed, it's one of the things Prue could do. Mm, that's a good, that's a good example. But, uh, yeah, it just, it, it was another kind of spine chilling makes your blood run cold moment because he just swore up and down he saw me in the door and I knew that myself was asleep and there's nobody else in the house. You know, nobody lives with us. Have you ever slept walk before? Actually, as a very young child, I slept walk twice. It only happened two occurrences that I physically walked from my bedroom to my mother's bedroom. Only time this ever happened, the first time it happened, I just asked her if she needed help folding laundry at 3 a.m. And she said no, and I said okay, apparently, and walked back to my bedroom and went to sleep. 
Such a helpful child. The other time I just sat on our bed like it was a toilet and peed on the bed. So <laughs> I'll just put not, that out there. Not a helpful child. Take yes, it back. definitely not a helpful <laughs> child. And I'm sure that's not what mom what really wanted to deal with at the early hours in the morning. And she said she followed me back to my bedroom and I just got back in bed and went to sleep. Those are the only instances I've ever had in my life of sleepwalking though. So it's really bizarre that it would have happened. I don't know what to say about this. I mean, it's... It's freaky. It's really fucking creepy. Yeah, and he he was thinking, well, maybe, you know, I just imagined it, you know, because I expect that sometimes because oftentimes, again, like I said, when I am awake and he comes home, a lot of times I hear him pulling up. Even if I'm taking a nap, I hear him pulling up and I'll get up and just, you know, open the door for him because sometimes he comes in with groceries or whatever. So maybe he just was expecting that, so his mind like physically made him imagine it, but... What if it was a mimic? It's... Oh. Was it Bigfoot? Bigfoot's a mimic. <laughs> <laughs> He's posing as my kitchen sink right now. Is it stopped they up? they can't mimic anything. It's the only thing I would think of if Bigfoot was pretending to be his kitchen sink is that it'd be stopped up. Because he's so hairy. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it, it was leaking, but it was just a faulty water filter that needed replacing, so we fixed that problem. But Nice. Yeah. Maybe it was a mimic or a doppelganger, astral projection, I don't know, but it, I thought it was freaky that I personally was somebody's what's that, that I wasn't aware of it. I mean, it's kind of fantastic. It was fantastic, and it was the first story I thought of after I researched feverishly for a while and was like, I don't know what to talk about. And then I was like, right. That one. Nice. Yeah. Any more stories? Well, I have one more, but I will wait and share it. Okay. Possible. At the end. So on our break, I had a uh, quick thought, a little side note I'm going to add because I know the uh, family will bring it up to me and probably worry and be paranoid about it, but for you serial killers listening, um, yes, I do take naps in my house while I wait for the boyfriend to come home, but I live on a family compound, so literally all of my family, who is usually home while I'm there, is, you know, literally a stone's throw away from my house, so you can't bust in because I'll hear you coming up the drive and so will my family and anytime that a neighbor passes by or someone knocks on my door I literally get a text from my stepdad going hey who's that person knocking on your door I don't know them they look sketchy are you alive true story so not only that but also that in there her new neighbor that lives in my old house is a busybody yes <laughs> and she probably wants to talk to you anyway yes that as well. Also, my grandparents, like, for fun, just kind of look out the windows a lot, and so they just kind of always see what's going on in the yard, so... Yeah. Serial killers, you cannot enter or use the side door, or any doors for that matter, because you're always being watched. Also, Bigfoot does live in my house because he, he is a mimic, and it gets cold in the winter. Bring your pets inside. He's called Bigfoot a pet. <laughs> I mean, he lives on the family land, so it's... Oh, maybe I should just call him a member of the family. Maybe it's insulting to call Bigfoot a pet, but... 
We've all seen Henry and the Hendersons. I actually hadn't seen that until like a year ago. I had never seen it, and I watched it, and it was the best movie. You and Tilly hadn't seen it either. And I still don't know if she has seen it or not. I need to message her and be like, hey girl, question. Just checking in. Have you watched this movie yet? You need to. How's life? Miss your face. We do miss Tilly the Kid. I only met her a handful of times, but she's pretty cool. She's a good human being. She is. Also on the break, um... So, outside of Little Man's <laughs> door, we have a pug mask hanging up. With very bulbous eyes, mind you. Because it's a pug. Um, and the whole reason why we have the pug mask is because the boyfriend is obsessed with pugs. Like, I had to tell his siblings to stop buying us pug-related, <laughs> like, home decor. Because I fucking live here, too. That was my brother with Dale Earnhardt as a, a, a ten-year-old. We finally had to be like, guys, he doesn't like racing that much. Give him different gifts. <laughs> but it is now my turn, and I am yes. super duper excited because I haven't told Amanda. I haven't told Mandemonium anything. It's a mystery. It is. Ella's standing at the door. I believe the boyfriend came home. Or we're about to get murdered. It could be either one. If so, I'm sorry that this is late. My ghost took forever to post this. <laughs> okay. Before I get into my topic, I want to issue a warning. The lore I'm about to tell you, the creatures or whatever the hell they are, supposedly they only pose a threat to you if you know about them. So if you don't know about the black-eyed children and don't want to risk it, go ahead and skip to the end. Oh. These things terrify me. Sorry to interrupt your story no, you're there. fine. I, I paused. I'm so excited. But make sure you stick around for the end of the episode as we are introducing a new segment we are going to call Tales from the Neighborhood Watch, where we will be reading you the stories that have been sent in. Now on to the kids. Okay, so the reason why I chose to talk about the Black Eyed Children is that we actually talked about them at the end of last episode. And that's why by the end of last episode, I immediately knew what I was talking about this time. Black Eyed Children is just the one, like one of the, the things I read online that I cannot sit in my house alone and read about because I get so terrified. <laughs> I text Manda so right before scary. she got here and I was like, I creeped myself out. <laughs> And she was like, I just pulled in. And I was like, yay. You're like, well, I'm glad it's you. <laughs> okay. Now onto the creepy shit. The first time that the story of the black-eyed little shits went viral was in 1996. This was before the time of creepypasta. And yeah, we had scary stories to tell in the dark, but there was nothing like this. Our story begins with a journalist named Brian Bethel, who had nothing to do with paranormal writing. Bethel stated that he had left his apartment around 9.30 at night to go pay a bill by dropping off a check at an overnight drop box across the street from a discount movie theater. Bethel parked under the lights of the movie theater to fill out the check. He was looking down when there was a knock on his window. Startled by the noise, Bethel looked up to see who it was and found two young boys. Bethel said that they looked between the ages of 10 and 14. Understandably, 
Bethel stated that he was imme that he immediately felt uncomfortable. Here were two young boys approaching a grown man in his car at night. Bethel rolled his window down a hair to hear what they had to say. Both boys were wearing a hoodie with the hoods pulled up and wouldn't look Bethel in the eyes. The taller boy said that they had come to see a movie but had forgotten their money at home and asked Bethel for a ride home to get it. He said it wasn't far away and they just needed a ride. Again, this was the early 90s, so this wasn't a completely unheard of thing, but it was still weird. Bethel then stated that he suddenly felt scared, though he wasn't sure why. He said that he had started to stall, trying to calm down, and said that he wasn't sure about giving the boys a ride because he was just dropping off a bill and he didn't know where they lived. He said that this time, the taller one, the one he refers to as the spokesman, said, we're just kids. Anything that tells you that it is just something is lying. There is, I mean, if a real child would not be like, I'm just a kid, because little kids don't act like that. They're like, I'm this age and I make my own decisions, even if they are poor. I will say, to interrupt, I did have one moment as a child where I looked at my older sister who was yelling at me and my sister that's my age to clean up. And I looked at her and I said, hey, we're just kids. We're just playing. Leave us alone. Yeah, but that was your sister in your house. Yeah. It it wasn't like you were telling a stranger this outside of their car at night. Yeah, that does change the scenario up and add to the creep factor a little bit. <laughs> it was my one shining moment of yelling at my older sister, which I normally never did because she terrified me sometimes. But <laughs> continue. Okay. I'm intrigued. Bethel's fear continued to grow. Once again, he tried to calm down by asking them what movie they were going to see. The spokesman responded with Mortal Kombat. Bethel looked up at the theater marquee to see that the final showing of Mortal Kombat had started over 20 minutes before this encounter. By the time he took them anywhere and brought them back, most of the movie would have been over. He looked back over to tell them this, and that's when he saw it. He saw their eyes. And this is Bethel's actual words. Like, I found all, pretty much all of this on a website. Oh, what was it? Give me a second. It's called somewhereintheskies.com, mm -hmm. uh, which I believe is a blog and a podcast because the guy had podcast format on there. And that's where he actually interviewed him. Um, it's about 53 minutes and it's fascinating. So I definitely think that you guys should go and listen to it. I'll have to get better listen later. I shall be giving the link in the description below. Okay, so these are his words. They were just black. I looked into the eyes of these kids and I couldn't see anything. It was like looking into a void. It was like a fragment of space without any stars. Which I thought was beautiful wording. Which makes sense because this that dude is. was a journalist. Oh, okay. Yeah. He has very good writing. He does. It was nice. Uh, Bethel's fight or flight kicked in, and he said he couldn't, and he, he told them that he couldn't give them a ride. He rolled up the window, and that's when the spokesman started pounding on the window and then said, Mr. We can't come inside unless you tell us it's okay. Let us in. Bethel threw the car into rever reverse and peeled away before turning onto the next road. He glanced up in his rearview mirror, and the boys were gone. 
So once Bethel got home, he was obviously shaken. Uh, he called a friend to calm down. They talked about it for a little while. And his friend said that he needed to tell other people because, you know, what if it was just teenagers that were pulling a prank or what if it was real and what if other people had had experiences like this. And he said that it took him months to work up the nerve to actually write down what had happened to him. And this was in the early, early internet. This was 1996. So, um, he went on basically to a forum very similar to Reddit and he shared what had happened to him and then the people there shared it and people kept sharing it and he kept getting emails from people that were asking questions and then he had people that started sharing their similar stories of these creepy black-eyed children and they all seemed to share similar traits. It was almost always two children, almost always at night, and they almost always asked for something. Can I use your phone or something? May we come inside to call our mother? May we have a ride? There are stories, videos, podcasts, all talking about these things. <coughs> um, that's the last little bit that I wrote. Uh, so... Uh, the thing that really sparked it, the reason why we were talking about it in the last episode is because, again, going back to Ghost of the Burbs, because that's my current obsession, uh, she has a, an episode that is called Kids Are the Fucking Worst, <laughs> and it's about the black-eyed children, and it's creepy and amazing, and I listened to it today on the way to and from work, uh, just to do a refresher in my head about it. Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet, I'll have to listen to it, because... Maybe not on my way home. It might be dark and I'll get too scared. Oh, yeah. Um, that <laughs> was, like I mentioned, after I started listening to her podcast, I had to have the boyfriend go outside with me at night to take Bella out. And it was directly after Kids Are the Fucking Worst. So, it's fantastic. Um, another thing I wanted to share was... So, there's not, like, straight-up creepypastas about these things. Like, I looked for straight-up creepypastas. Yeah, there's not, like... Yeah, like... you think there would be. Definite creepypastas, like, made up. Like, you know it's not a real story kind of thing, right? Yeah. But all the stories that I found are from people that are trying to talk about their experiences, which is even creepier, because if you don't have the people with the imaginations writing them and you have just normal, everyday Joes writing stories about these black-eyed kids... Are they real? Girl, I gotta drive home by myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Me and the Domino's pizza in my car. You have pizza? Well, I will have pizza one time. I want pizza. You know, that's, that's our dinner tonight. I'll, I'll go to your house. I'll go with you. Okay, that's I'll go fine. with you for pizza. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so on thethoughtcatalog.com, they have 16 stories that are all Black Eyed Kid related. I'm not going to read all of them. Um, I think... Where's my favorite that one? That first one I've definitely read before. Yeah, the first one was really good. You know, the bus encounter was weird. Um, uh, there will be a link in the description below. Citing our sources. Can't sue me. Na, 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 na. 
So, again, this is from thoughtcatalog.com. It is one of their shorter stories. It's actually number four, and it's called You Must Let Me In. If my dog would stop scratching, because sadly she has allergies as well. And some, like, vampire vibes off of that title. (laughs) Just wait until you hear it. Alright, let's do this creepy shit. On March 17th, 2008, I had my one and only encounter with a black-eyed kid. Before my experience, I had never heard of anything happening to do with black-eyed kids. I was 12. I was sitting outside of a hairdresser in an old Chevy pickup waiting for my mom to get her hair cut. About 15 minutes had passed and I saw some kid walking back and forth along the sidewalk in front of my parked car. At first I thought I'd recognize him as one of my friends from school so I banged on the front windshield until he looked my way. It was not anyone I knew. At this point I was not scared at all. Not yet. The boy walked over to the side of the car and just stares. I think to let me get a good look at his eyes, to freak me out. Let me tell you, if you have never seen a black-eyed kid, you have no idea what to imagine. Pupils black as the night sky. The boy whispered, you must let me in. Then I locked the car doors and ducked down into the space below the seats. Five minutes later, he was gone. When my mother got to the car, she told me a boy with black eyes had come into the hairdresser and insisted for my mother to give him the keys to the car. She refused to thank God she did. Man. That's terrifying. Yep. I love it. I love and hate it. Black eyed kids freak me out. As they should. So, if you did not know what the black eyed children were, and you decided to listen, Good luck to you. Go find down that rabbit hole if you go research it. Don't. Yeah. Or do. Actually, do and then tell me more about it. Alright, so now that all the stories are done, at least all the ones that we researched or decided to tell you, um, it's time for our new segment, which... What are we calling it again? Tales from the Neighborhood Watch. Oh, snap. We might like put some different music behind this. I haven't decided what we're doing with this yet. I just decided it was happening. Yes. Now that we have stories. Um, so Manimonium and I are going to take turns telling the stories that have been told to us. And they're yeah, again, these are from neighbors just like you who wrote in and told us these things. And you can do that over at nightmaretown18 at gmail.com. Uh, we also have Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all that are Nightmare Town 18s. 18. It's just Nightmare Town 18, all lowercase, all one word. Yes. Um, and we have. Oh, what all do we have? We have Gmail, we have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Or over here on Anchor, if you want to do that or on iTunes, or on Podbean. Which, if you want to listen to all of our old episodes, you can go over to Podbean and find them there. I realize that we only have the five episodes up now. So yeah, if you guys want to go back and listen to our old episodes, you can do that over on Podbean. I will be reminding you again later. And now let's tell you guys your own stories. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. Okay, right, so this story, 
I'm going to read is uh, an anonymous story, so the names will be changed. And it was uh, sent to me through uh, text, so I'm just going to be reading the story more or less as it's written. But a little bit of backstory, this is a couple that had moved into a trailer together. Um, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, wasn't really in a trailer park or anything. Kind of newlyweds and they had just moved in to this place. They'd only been here, um, according to the message, about a week when things started acting, getting weird. So it reads, yeah, so like our dog would start barking randomly at the corner and stuff of the trailer and growling and just staring like something was there, even though nothing was. Then one night, my wife showed up at work crying and scared. Showed up at his work. She said the dog had started going crazy and it was like the house had felt like it started shaking, starting at one end of the trailer and all the way to the other. Almost like an earthquake, but they we don't have those around. We have little here. ones. Yeah, little ones, but... Nothing that would do that. Yeah, it, it was like a just a thunderous, just tremor from one end of the house into the other end of the trailer. So she, his wife got terrified and she ran to her car. And when she got to her car, the, all of the electronics in her vehicle were completely dead and the car would not turn over. Oh God. Mind you, this is not like in a trailer park. This is just kind of isolated out in the middle of nowhere. So just by, by yourself finally managed to get the car started and she showed up at my work freaking out so i sent my friend tyler over there to check out the situation he found nothing and when i got home we were checking out the woods in nearby areas while my wife just waited on the porch with the dog i had my telescope and my binoculars or whatever to look look through and i was looking towards the end of the driveway and tyler was looking through another pair because, mind you, big woods, so they're just trying to look at stuff up close. Out of the corner of my eye, I suddenly see, like, three huge, snarling, big black dogs out of nowhere, and they are running at us full speed. They're, like, 20 feet away. I have no idea how they got there. So I just grabbed his shoulder, and I was like, run, and we ran to the house, and then they disappeared. It was very bizarre, and I've never had any other experience quite like that. We promptly moved out within the next week. And I know these people personally, and they actually did. They, within the next week, they just, they moved out, and they, I believe, were staying with his wife's parents at the time of their moving because she... The wife was just terrified. She didn't want to sleep there. She didn't want to be in the house, which... I don't blame don't her. Don't blame her. But, yeah, so that's one story. Um, we'll jump into... Our next story comes all the way from Texas. Um, this is from my friend Lindley, who I've talked about before. She, she has some pretty ballin'-ass stories, and she likes to share them, which is fantastic. What up, girl? <laughs> I'm going to stop saying that. <laughs> so, Lindley sent me this, and it says, 
It was about 2 a.m. driving home from my dad's. He never shuts up, so I can never leave at a decent time. So I was a little drowsy while driving. I take my exit and it's this big curve ramp going onto another highway and as I'm about to merge I see this pale naked body on the side of the road. It looked not human. Oh. I couldn't make out what it was because it was dark and I wasn't going to slam on my brakes. I still don't know if I saw a dead body of a human or something else. Dad, dad, dad. <laughs> it's fantastic. I love it. Uh, do you have you had another story? Um, well, the other story I had is the astral projection story, which I told previously. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you continue on. Okay. Well, reading. yeah. I don't have any more stories right now. Okay. So I, ha- I have a few. I'll let you go ahead. Um. So this one was by somebody who wanted to be anonymous. So I just, I'm, I'm just gonna say that their name is Hunter. It's not, but it is now. I was out in the woods before dawn to go deer hunting, already in my tree stand, and I keep hearing something in the branches above me. It was really starting to freak me out because I had, it was like nothing I had ever heard before. But it was pitch black out and I couldn't see anything. My best bet was to pray and stay quiet. Hopefully whatever it was couldn't see me either. Finally the sun rose and I was able to locate where the noise was coming from. It was the fattest squirrel I have ever seen. Is my stepdad telling this story because he has a very similar story about a fat squirrel that nobody believes he saw? <laughs> it was not <laughs> your stepdad. <laughs> That's great. Yep. Um, so we had a couple of other people write in. I'm going to read Ian's. Um, Lynn, who has been on the podcast, she sent us one, but it's very long, and I love her, and I actually, I'm going to hold on to that one, because I feel like it goes with one of the other stories that we have in the half better. Nice. So, Lynn, I'm going to hold on to that. Um, and Alexis, I'm going to hold on to your story, too, because I feel like there are other stories that it goes along with much, much better. But this one's from Ian, who I think we might have talked about last episode um yeah because he sent in the bigfoot picture onto the faces yeah that's right i told him if he keeps sitting in stuff he's gonna have to have like a nightmare town handle (laughs) Lindley, that goes for you too be thinking about it let me know okay so this is what ian had to say i was making a delivery out in the middle of nowhere down this really long one car road in the middle of the woods I'm used to these middle of nowhere places, but this was the only one where I'm like 100% is the wrong address. Call the person up and they say it's right, it's the right one and they'll be out. I start walking down this small ass driveway covered in trees late at night and out of nowhere this, it says Twitter, but I think he meant tweaker, but out of nowhere this Twitter comes out of the woods. He pays for the food and starts walking back to the main road. I have no clue where he was going or coming from because there wasn't any houses around. Dipped out. Huh. So, yeah. um, (laughs) That's the end of Tales from the Neighborhood Watch. I really enjoy that. Me too. Um... 
Here's the hat. Please always send us your stories if you have them. You do. No, no, it's my turn to try. You, you should do character trolls. Yeah. Okay, so if you have your own stories to tell or ideas for the hat, go ahead and hit us up at nightmaretown18 at gmail.com on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, Gmail, Gmail, and on um, YouTube. Yes. We're in all the places. We're everywhere. We really are. There are so many ways to get a hold of us. Ooh. What do we have? Our next one will be angels and demons. Ooh. Angels slash demons. So, yeah. That's what the next episode is going to be called. And remember, if you guys want to support the podcast, you can do that over here on Anchor, or you can write me a check, or <laughs> just all kinds of things. We will have, we are going to be coming out with stickers soon, so as soon as we have that design, we will be showing you guys if you want your own stickers. So once we get this design up and ready, um, we're not going to be charging people for stickers because they're stickers. So the way that we're going to be doing this is if you go onto any of the platforms that we are on uh, and you rate and review and like subscribe, any of those things. And then you email us or get a hold of us on any of those platforms and send us, like, make sure it's a private message. And you send us our address, we're going to send you some stickers. Yeah. And maybe a letter. Maybe we'll decorate some stuff. I don't know. But we're going to send you some swag. We'll get fun with it. And once you get that sticker, if you would like to, you may take a picture of whatever it is you chose to decorate. Again, not graffiti, but decorate your own personal item with your sticker, and you can take a picture of it, tag us at NightmareTown18 on Instagram, or on Facebook, or whatever, and just share with us. We just, you know, like to see and stickers in the wild. If we start getting a lot of those, and we get the merch and stuff up, maybe we'll throw those into the hat and see which one gets more cool stuff. Ooh. Boom. Good idea. Not good. I like it. All right. Until next time, tell us a story. Bye.